Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss six questions in nine minutes because leaders know how to be concise. Let's get started with our guest today. Our first question, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Well, hi, I'm Brandi Sanders. I'm Vice President of Marketing with Modal, and I actually run the demand gen, marketing, social, SEO, everything you can possibly imagine on the digital marketing side for this organization, which I very recently joined after previously being Senior Director of Marketing Operations with Appetize Technologies. So a recent change for you then. Yes. Well, congratulations. Yes, yes, very recent. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Question number two, what's the best thing about working with a team? Uh, I think the best thing about working with a team is that it is not a one-way street where I'm delegating and speaking down to, but rather for me, I come from a place of servant leadership, and I feel like I learn from my junior team members as much as I learn from my my senior C-suite members. I feel like when I have a team, uh, I try to make sure that we have very dynamic conversations, super authentic. What you see is what you get. No smoke and mirrors or like clouded, hyperinflated buzzwords, which we love in marketing and technology to use like AI and ML when it's not really. Um, I like to keep things a very authentic and open door because some of your best ideas can come from having a diverse, dynamic, connected, collaborative versus competitive team. I love that. I completely agree. And I'm also a big fan of servant leadership. So great comments like that. Question number three, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to get team members engaged. Tell us your thoughts. I mean, candy helps. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It does. Well, you better bring those snacks because sometimes it's a toddler madhouse in there. Um, I mean, I've been, I've been actually full remote, even I I feel like I'm a hipster. It's talking about, I was remote before it was cool. Like they have bands like, ah, that band's so subversive. Um, But I've been full remote now for nearly seven years. And so part of my job as as a servant leader or as you know, a manager or director or even a VP of marketing is to engage those team members. And usually that's by being extremely visible, highly transparent and super authentic. So like I said, removing the buzzwords, removing the, this is not my jobisms, making it, you know, sometimes there are certain types of management that like love to create kind of a, a, a us versus them competitiveness. Like I eliminate that and it's all about collaboration because we're literally coming together as a team so I, I treat my team like family for better or for worse, like uh, families of arguments, family of disagreements. But the, the benefit of that is that the, the bond and the loyalty and the buy-in is always more significant. Like I still have text conversations with folks I worked with in retail from like, you know, 12 years ago. And I think that really stands the test of time for were you committed, were you engaged, were you authentic, were you transparent with that team? And did you genuinely care about their success, not only just as a selfish aspect of your success, because they're a part of a project or a platform or solution that you're working on, but their individual growth as well. Great insights. I like those comments. Thank and I you. certainly appreciate the perspective yeah. of trying to empower others yeah. and I'm impressed that you still have contact with people from 12 years ago. That's oh yeah. No, we we still <laughs> I've got I've got a couple of text trees that I think are like a testament to the fact that like I really I love those teams. I think about them like family and I'm I'm super invested in education and growth. A lot of managers their uh, take on that is a little different. They're like, hey, if you get them certified in Salesforce, they're gonna leave or they're gonna ask for uh, this huge raise 
and like, don't do that, don't do that. And it's the opposite for me. Like I'm always investing back into people in the same like evangelistic way that I would for myself because no one else will do it. And I think that ment mentorship, particularly in the technology space is just cannot be you know, uh, stressed enough because there's just, there's a lot of people who are just here to collect a check and leave. But when I lay my head down for the last time, which, hey, it's 2020, anything's possible, right? When I lay my head down for the last time, I don't want my legacy to just be my bank account or like what my LinkedIn looked like, but did I improve people's lives? Did I have a positive impact? Was there some kind of lesson, any lesson at all, even a failure that I shared that, that shaped that journey and made it uh, more effective for them, made made it a positive change in their life. Clearly, you are having a positive impact and effect on many people already. So impressive, impressive. So thank you for having that approach and for sharing that with us. Question number four, what other piece of advice do you have for leaders of teams? Mm, that's a great question. <laughs> Servant leadership. Oh gosh, it's so easy once you get past a certain level as a leader. And I'm I'm a new VP, so I can be extremely transparent about that. It's a great boost to your ego. You're like, wow, finally, validation, imposter syndrome can take a nap for all of you know 30 seconds until something comes calling. But I feel like it's it gets so easy to get disconnected from the people who are actually executing that work. Right. So a lot of the times from a leadership perspective, we get really stuck on con conceptual very if you go to like conferences, it's always like, here's how you change your org, but then there's no tactical to do list. It's like, here's a concept go execute it, you know, <laughs> like be a prima ballerina, but you're not even showing them how to do a plie anymore. Uh, and so I think that for me, I like, I like being able to step back into the trenches because I've occupied those junior roles. And I have an understanding of like what their perspective is how they're working within the team. And I, my piece of advice would be is don't forget where you came from. That title doesn't entitle you to treat other people poorly or to be dismissive of an idea or concept. You'd be surprised at how often the people who have an unbiased third party perspective that are new to the group or junior or coming straight out of college or even coming back from 40, 50 years working in a vertical and are getting dismissed due to ageism, bring those two people together and there will be things that you will learn that you definitely do not know, regardless. I don't care if it's 15 years in tech or 50, like you will learn things from those people. So stay humble, be authentic, and, and definitely try to check your ego, check your title, and make sure that you're coming from that place of like a servant leadership. That is such a great tip. I really like that concept of don't forget where you came from and having yeah. empathy and all of those things. Great, great tips. Thank you. Question number five, what other successful leaders of teams would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life? Uh, well, there's there's one right off the bat who's a very, very special person. I feel like I'm going to cry a little because I'm going through a transition where I'm actually, you know, exiting his leadership and it's just been phenomenal. And that's Tony Lonnie. Um, Tony is the current SVP for Demand Gen uh, with Appetize Technologies, where I'm, I'm going to be exiting and coming over as VP of Marketing with Modal. And I've worked with Tony in multiple instances, multiple roles across many departments, <laughs> for better or for worse, whether it's BDR, sales enablement, all the way to Demand Gen, digital marketing, SEO, web, doing an IPO with NASDAQ at Blackline. And um, he is forever humble, forever lifelong learner. There's no pomp and circumstance. There's no pulling rank. There's no artificiality. It's all about efficacy. It's all about data. It's all about collaboration, brainstorming, authenticity. And again, coming from a place of servant leadership, I've never met another leader 
in my entire career, whether that's all the way back to retail and e-com, all the way up into cutting edge enterprise uh, cloud-based technology that has come down to engage and elevate. He constantly seeks to find ways to elevate and bring out the best in people. And I think it's such an exceptional quality that leads him down a path of success, both personally on like a one-to-one -one human level, where you're always trying to find the best in people and like hone those talents and give them an opportunity to truly shine. Um, and then also obviously from a business perspective, because he's just an exceptional force in nature when it comes to that. He sounds like a phenomenal individual. Yes. That explains oh, yes. why you are so phenomenal. Cause yeah. you've been I, I surfed the wake of his greatness. That's the whole thing. It's like people fake the funk. Like ah, I was always, you know, this super savvy marketer, this like VPA, you know, like people like to love, they put on these airs and listen, I'm the first person to say I open Google like 10 times a day to ask answers that, you know, um, that's, that's the place I'm coming from is just be real with yourself. And I surfed the wake of that greatness for many years and, and created a wave of my own simply by being in the same room and understanding very real life, tactical, very intelligent engineering, almost mindsets, ways of approaching problems across MarTech, demand gen and, and enterprise technology. So yeah, shout out to Tony Lonnie because there's only one of them. Fantastic. Yeah. Question number six, our last question. Tell us about your first job. Are you ready for this? Da, 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 da. No, it's, <laughs> I dug ditches. Uh, no, I actually, I, it's a lot like digging ditches. I listen, full transparency. If you've heard me on any of the podcasts, you already know I wasn't born with a silver spoon. There's no affluence. There's no Stanford. This is like straight up. I was in the system, welfare, WIC, you name it. I had the paper food stamps all. I love government cheese to this day. Shout out to <laughs> Wahlburgers for bringing that back into my life. But no, my, my first job was extremely humbling. And that was literally, I dug holes for a very wealthy woman's garden. Uh, we dug a ditch around her house and we put tiger lilies in the ground. Tiger lilies, those beautiful orange tiger lilies. Yeah. Every season we'd come back and I'd pile up manure and I'd pile up dirt in a wheelbarrow with my, my used kids with like holes in my kids. And I'd truck under like a hundred degree sun in the middle of like, you know, nowhere, Pennsylvania. And I'd, I'd literally halt across the street and uh, dump it into her yard and then spend hours and hours on my knees putting lilies into the ground around her. At the time, what appeared to me to just be an enormous mansion. And um, I think I learned a lot from that. One is it was the first time I'd ever met a wealthy woman who lived alone, <laughs> who's just like independently wealthy. Usually it's always just like, there's like someone who's like trophying it up in the background. Right. But I actually learned a lot from her. She was one of the first people who was just like, you know, you don't have to do this your whole life. And um, there could be something greater for you out there, which I thought was really interesting because a lot of the times we're very, not me personally, but other folks can be dismissive of those who are not in on the same, you know, level or plane. If someone's rude to a waiter, you need to not be their friend. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like, it's important to understand from a place of humility that I came from literally hauling shit, uh, pardon me, from hauling manure across a, a yard. <laughs> and uh, I think about that all the time. And I've, I've cleaned toilets. I've, I've unpacked trash bags of donations. I've folded clothes. I've, you know, gone through a million and one non-Stanford, not MIT, not the Silicon Valley silver spoon hedge fund background at all. And I think that every time I'm faced with a challenge, that literal to the ground grit, like I know what it's like to be at the bottom. And I remember it every day when I wake up and it makes me hungry and it makes me want to take other people that are behind me 
who are coming from that realm to hold the door open for them and to bring them in and to show them that like there's a path out of that and you can stay if you want to but i'm going to hold that door open every damn time and that's why constantly in mentoring every word you'd be surprised how the smallest of words can have a long-term impact on someone so mentorship evangelizing making sure that lifelong learning is a part of you don't ever stop learning the minute you stop learning you everything goes to hell <laughs> like you've got to you've got to have that childlike wonderment for for staying alive because i honestly think it's the it's like a wellspring of life and it keeps you curious and that's again like the last time i lay my head down <laughs> i want to know that i did all i could and I certainly feel like I bring that every day. And when you hold manure, it's real easy for things to look sunny. <laughs> That's an inspiring story. Thank you so much for sharing. And Brandy, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? Oh, I, I, you can find me at my website, which is www.brandeesandeers. I'm going to spell that out because Brandy is often spelled with a Y. <laughs> so brandysanders.com. And then obviously also on LinkedIn, there's a couple Brandy Sanders now. So just look for me. I, I have this colorful brick background. You really can't miss it. Uh, and obviously, uh, currently I'll be uh, with the uh, modal uh, SVP of marketing. So feel free to find me that way as well. And it's been an absolute pleasure. And I appreciate the opportunity to, to jump up on my, <laughs> my soapbox and talk about uh, servant leadership and, and what it takes to, to really love and engage with your team. Well, that's very gracious of you. Thank you very Thank you. much. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com and download an engagement booster tip sheet. Again, that's teamengagementpodcast.com. Thanks for joining and listening today and have a great day.